Hello and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast. I am your host, Louis McCaffrey, and this week I am joined by Christopher Gallagher. Hello. Thanks, shot succinct. But Great, greetings. Greetings, tidings. Uh, also tidings to Dave Flanagan. How are we doing? Pleasure to be here. It's great to have you because um, wow. one of our um, one of our other colleagues shat himself tonight, um, physically shat himself, couldn't make it. So told. We, we wish you all the best, sir, Manny. I hope you pull through. Um, and also Kieran Haran. Good evening. Just back from Tobashna at goals for 60 minutes. Tobash, you're asking that. Do, do, you wish, do you hope he pulls through? Eh? Do you hope he pulls through? That sounded very disingenuous. You genuinely do hope he's okay, right? Uh, it's like in, in like c- cartoon movies <laughs> with somebody's hanging off a cliff and somebody's got him by the hand and you're like, you know, nobody's looking, just let go. Just wow. let him fall. What cartoons are you watching? I was watching Madagascar at the weekend and that came I've in never seen a character. With a giraffe. <laughs> oh, the hippos get the gi- it's quite good. Anyway, um, I digress. So we're going to get straight into it, more or less. Um, in fact, we can't get straight into it because you've got some promotion to do, promote your product and all that. Uh 90 Minute Cynic Patreon is available. Patreon.com slash 90 Minute Cynic. Um, if you are wondering what you missed last week, here it is. Hello and welcome to the agenda, the preview, the analysis, the reaction, best of the worst. I, I need you to pay attention. It looks as if the players were having a lot of fun. There seems to be a real togetherness with the team. I thought everyone's good, you know, everyone's good, so I don't know, everyone's good. The BBC referred to Fraser Forster as a flying wardrobe. <laughs> if ever you need uh, confirmation of bias in the mainstream media, it's a fucking disgrace. It's, it gives us encouragement in terms of, and we know that with the talent we've got, we can create against any team anyone. It's a very potent combination of them, you know, going forward. Can you please stop the Digging Brothers' reign of terror? Bit of behind the scenes insight. Right, okay, listen, this has been terrific. You're expensive and you look good, my man. So we had a game at the weekend, um, we were away to Hibs um, on Saturday, uh, early kickoff, beautiful sunshine in Leith and we dropped our first points of the season, the game finished 1-1. Um, first off, Kieran, thoughts on the thoughts on the game overall? Um, it was a good good game to watch, um, I think we've done, we done well, uh, the, the goal was unfortunate, I don't see, I don't think you could... You couldn't blame Ayer. He didn't even stick a foot out. It just literally canned off his leg. Um, Foster, you could slightly blame for not getting down quick enough. Um, but he'd already taken, he'd already anticipated the cross. So he's already taken a step or two to the right. So he's found it hard to get back over. Um, I thought we can, I, I felt like we can control the game. I thought we had a lot of the ball. Uh, just didn't create enough chances. Um, Hibs actually defended quite well. I know they've been kind of, um, uh, kind of, Pull up for that of, for, of, for the start of the season they've had a very poor, poor start um, uh, so I, I think the, the, the result midweek in the cup might have came a, gave a wee bit of a, wee bit of a boost uh, obviously as well a lot, a lot of the kind of smaller teams when it comes to Celtic and Rangers coming, coming to their ground they kind of raise their game so I don't know if that's also helped them they've kind of thought we're written off let's just go out there and dig in and try and try and get something um, I, thought, I thought the midfield I, I kind of I liked, I thought Encham was really good again. I think Encham's given Lane a real tough problem with having to choose between him or Christie. And because of that, he's having to shoehorn him in by pushing Christie out wide. Um, but when you see Encham play, I mean, somebody's passing and somebody's controlling the ball. I mean, it is, 
it played, it played a beautiful through ball in the first half, which was it was only what 10 15 yards but it was just the weight of the pass was sensational here, here do you know who's pish scott allen there you go really does nothing one pass listen i heard two pass i heard to fight I, I, I listened to five minutes of the agenda and you know you were slating the diabetes and you know i was like <laughs> i wasn't here and i was not slating I mean, the diabetes it, it kind of was but um no, I just I mentioned the fact he does have diabetes. Yeah. My point about Scott Allen, though, is like he gets in all these teams of the week and it's, oh, he's such a great influence and, you know, when he's in this form, he didn't do anything. He, 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 see, to be fair, he had, that, he had one moment where he turned Scott Brown and it was a sensational turn. In his own and half. Then, yeah. see, see, if he did that on the edge of the box and scored a 40-yarder, I'd be like, well, you can score a 40-yarder on the edge of the box. You can't. But in the mid- middle of the pitch, turned he turned them beautifully. He absolutely done them. But then he misplaced the, the pass right after. And I was like, well, that's Scott. Scott, Scott Allen. Allen is a myth. He doesn't actually exist. Well, um, Dave, what did you think of the game? Obviously, I think Hibs, you know, traditionally Hibs away is one of our toughest ties. Um, I don't think we've won there in a while. Um, I think five and a half years, I think, was a start. Yeah, so. something, something crazy. Which, um, yeah, but obviously they're they're kind of struggling in form just now. Were you, what, what did you think going into the game and how did you think it panned out? It's one of those games that, in the moment, it's really frustrating because we completely dominated. We had all the chances and obviously their goal came from, I don't think they had a shot on target first half and it comes from just one of those ridiculous freak goals. It's one of those results that in the context of a season, 1-1 away at Easter Road, not a problem. And I actually think in the cold light of day, we weren't that bad on Saturday at all. I think we were actually we were actually pretty good in Swedes. And it's a game that we do win comfortably most days of the week. And just on Scott Allen, Scotland's one of those players that always comes with with caveats. It's the way that you say oh Pogba'd be really good if you had two players next to him to carry the water. That's Scott Allen, but obviously Scott Allen's not Paul Pogba. No, he's not. Um the thing, the thing about maybe I'm going over the top. I just I don't think Alan was that influential. I think we gave him space, um, and when he was at, when he found those pockets of space, he didn't really do much with it. Um, you know the pass he has, you know the assist, the assist, assist, the pre-assist um, comes from the own goal. Um, there's a reason he didn't make it Celtic. Uh, I think Graham on the minute by minute made a joke about buying him back, and people were like, "Oh, maybe I, maybe that's a good idea." The guy didn't make it Celtic because he wasn't good enough, you know. I, do you think? It, do you think Lennon would have maybe given him a chance if um, he hadn't already signed the pre-contract? You're talking. About, Kieran's talking about in Cham and how good he is and how good we should. You know, it's, Scott Allen doesn't. Scott Allen doesn't make our squad. But to, so. but, to, but yeah, I, I, I don't necessarily think it'd be any different. But the one thing I'll say is, in Cham's only just came on to a game recently, and we've been kind of crying out for somebody in a number ten since Tam's been. Um, you know, taking some sabbatical time. <laughs> um, Extended sabbatical. <laughs> yeah. So you know, maybe maybe it could have been a thing. I just wonder if maybe the uh, maybe the fact that he'd already signed that pre contract, maybe if that changed things for Lennon. But I, I kind of think it's a bit of a shame because I think honestly, Scott Allen little, can can yeah. play some beautiful football. But I, th- I think Scott Allen's a good player. I think Scott Allen. I mean, I'm you know, it's a bit hyperbole, right? But I think Scott Allen's a good footballer. I think he does well at the level of Hibs. Hibs are you know just off bottom for a reason. You know, you know they've got, they've got players who aren't you know working together or there's the system isn't what. Scott Allen isn't the, going to be the guy that's going to get you out of that, um, and that's he's just not an overallly good enough player for. So for you then, for for the weekend's game, then was it more a case of Celtic 
didn't perform and weren't quite at the races, or was it that Hibs played really well in order to get the draw compared to how they have played? Well, what we need to remember is Julianne had two absolute sitters that he should have scored from headers. If Julianne scores that header, the game finishes 2 1. You call away from Easter Road, it's a, it's a fine victory. Throw in the two penalties as well. Throw in the two it's penalties. It's, you know, Shut them in. The, 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 fact them that the, the fact of the matter is, Dave's right. I think it's just, it's just you know, the harsh light of day, you'll come back. At the time, you're a bit frustrated and annoyed, but, you know, in the grand scheme of things, a point at Easter Road is fine. Celtic lined up uh, Fraser Foster and goal uh, Bauer right back Julian Ayer Bolingoli Cal McGregor Scott Brown James Forrest and Cham Christie and Edward before we come on to because Kieran already kind of mentioned the, the fact that Christie was playing out of position so that Cham could be in the team before we get to that though the goal you said you couldn't you, you wouldn't place too much blame at Ayer I thought Ayer was completely terrible for that goal I mean, terrible. He gets he gets praise, rightly so, when it's due. But for that goal, he was pretty horrific. It all started when he got he he was caught the wrong side. Yeah, he had a man running running behind him, and he ends up he's caught the wrong side, and he gets spun round. And then for me, he's lazy when he's running. He doesn't close the man down. He, he's kind of quite nonchalant, just running back as if kind of a wee bit of. For me, it was a wee bit arrogant thinking that nothing was going to come from the opportunity. The guy's in her box. I mean, you can't be like that. I think you need to shut him down, be tighter to him. And then he's really just poor and weak when, when the ball ends up hitting off him and trickling into the goal. I, I'm, I'm with you if, up. If that's anybody else, I'm, I'm with you they up. get slayed. I'm with you up until the ball hitting off him. When the ball I, hits off him. He doesn't even make a movement to the ball. He just I, hits off him. No, but I, but I think he's, I think th- he's the lazy. The thing is, though, he's not yeah. standing... In front of it, trying to make a block, concentrating on where the ball's going. He just kind of turns with when the ball's played. He just kind of turns turn, and it does, hits he off him. And I, I, I don't think that's, I, I don't think that's very good defending at all. I, I, You've got yeah. to face the ball up and you deal with the ball. I think we need to remember uh, he's twenty um, or twenty-one, um, and the fact is he's been consistently great. He's going to have a dips, dips in form. Every player is. It's, it's fine. I'm okay with. I'm okay with Ayer dropping off a little bit. I don't think he's. People are talking about him being completely out of form. I don't think so. There's been a couple of you know uh, uh, decisions. His decision making's maybe been a little off the off the boil a little bit. You know, he's made some personal. It's not a big deal. You know, the the rain thing, and then from there, obviously, we had yesterday. He was a bit shaky at Kilmarnock, the Kilmarnock game, but still, he's 21. He's still learning his trade. He's not the 40 million pound player people are talking about. He, he will be that. There's no question. But I'm that's fine. Scott Brown, I think, was out of position for. Uh, for for, well, the, for the, the ball through to Allen, yeah, that's, that's you that's, caught yeah. for that. I I, I, th- I think I think you're right that you know I'm not I'm not for it for one second trying to say that Ayer isn't a good player. He's not going to go on to be a, a fantastic player for us. But at the same time, I think he is on a wee bit of a poor patch just now, and he's got a wee kind of he's had a number of individual mistakes, and we know with Celtic centre half. I was looking for the word individual earlier, earlier, and I couldn't think of it. I found it. Thank you. Um, but we know with Celtic defenders, once they have a few of these kind of individual errors, it becomes a wee highlight reel. And if you don't nip it in the bud, it, will, it ends up continuing. Yeah, so it's something that he's he's got to sort out. And you would hope that he knows that himself. He'll analyse it himself and hopefully improves. But I thought particularly he was poor for that goal. But then he is human as well. He's going to make mistakes. That's the thing. We can't, we, we can't, have, we can't 
have a player who will never make a mistake and get every single decision right. Robo-Cop. I know, I know it's Julian doesn't make mistakes. Oh Jesus Christ! You've picked up. Absolutely, don't say it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but, Carry on. Like, well, I mean, the ball was was out wide enough so that it wasn't quite a danger for a shot. So he's kind of got himself between the front post and he's between the ball for the boy putting the cross in. So he's anticipating the cross is going to come in. Now, your natural reaction is for you to slightly turn your back for it to come. To, to try and block the ball, um, but for me, I mean, it's just unfortunate the way it just kind of can't. It just comes off his leg. My my most slight point would be Foster. I think Foster should be getting down quicker at his front post. I feel he does take say- two. I can understand as well. He does take two steps to his right, so his balance of his weight's on the wrong side. So it's hard to get back over quickly to get down. But the you ball, think, do the you ball think, does go quite slowly. Let me ask you this: Do you think Gordon or Bain saves that? Bain, yes. Gen- maybe maybe, maybe Gordon with his foot because he's quite he's not too bad with kind of blocking shots with his foot because all I had to do was like basically your left toe just your left leg just poking out to kind of get it it know. wasn't a fast shot I mean it, I think it kind of went quite slowly I, I, I don't tr- know it trundled, it trundled into the so, goal it was, it was pretty pathetic but anyway um, just throw every count under the bus ah why not why not that's what we do in this podcast um, so under new management. Under new management, of <laughs> course. Um, so we, we we mentioned earlier the fact that Christie had been moved out um, out wide, um, kind of wide right with Forrest coming over to the left, basically to accommodate and Cham so that Cham can can be in the team. Dave, for you, should Cham be in the starting eleven just now? And if so, is that how we go about it, or should someone else make way? I think I was going to jump in when when uh, Kieran mentioned it a minute ago. There's an obvious solution to this, and it's one that we that was discussed at length after Cluj. Yes, and that's that. Yes, I'm liking this, Dave. On you go. It's in, it's not in Chamber Christie. It's in Chamber Scott Brown. <laughs> Absolutely not. Fan of Dave. Absolutely not. Dave, leave. Dave, that, that is your that is your microphone. You can stay. That's it. Um, Just please elaborate, please. It's. <laughs> If you want to see my catchphrase, you can see it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. And it's not, it's not at all to to critique Scott Brown because I think since Cluj, Brown's been great. So it's been no, no criticism of him at all. It's just that disrupting that front attacking four to accommodate in Cham isn't the right way to go about it. So either in Cham plays in the midfield too or he doesn't play what do you think Chris um, I think that how do we solve a problem like in Cham um, that's one of your wittiest things you've done as a, Thanks, as a, as a host good for you uh, firstly I, I think that um, I think uh, I've said this before and I'll say it again I think in Cham is a Rolls Royce of a footballer I think given the right situation and the right circumstances he is one of the best players in the country no question about it what I would say though would be that he cannot in any way do Scott Brown's role. I don't think Callum McGregor can do Scott Brown's role. Scott Brown has a very unique role. Chris Amani said that the other week, there's factors that Scott Brown brings to the game that you can't, you know, weigh it in stats. You can't weigh it in technique or passion. Um, Scott Brown brings an X factor. Now, are we talking about Scott Brown resting in games like the Hibs game? You know, you know, taking time out. Maybe after the Cluj game, we're going to Livingston. Well, and again, Livingston away. It's a tough place to go. My point, my point being, Scott Brown absolutely needs to play less games. There's no question about it. But I don't like in Cham 
sitting. But because in Cham for me needs to be expressive and be open. And he can't do that when he's trying to win the ball back or he's receiving it deep. He needs to be, you know. To be right fair, I, I don't think. Well, from from my reading of it, I don't think the the conversation is that in Cham necessarily takes Scott Brown's role. I mean, obviously, in Cham's been playing further forward. I think Cal McGregor would come back and be in that Scott Brown position. He's, he's not doing this. He's not doing the same job. But then it probably harps back to what Neil Lennon said about having technicians on the pitch. I mean, if if you're gonna look at it from, you know, in Cham, Christie, McGregor, Brown. Who's the, if you like, who's the poorest? Forget their individual roles, but who's the poorest out of all four? I think you're probably gonna say Scott Brown. Who, if, do, who if, one, does, if one has to go, it would be Scott a, Brown. Who does a role that no other, no one else I, can I, do? I, Scott I, Brown. Yeah, I, to, I totally I mean, agree. But I, I know he's unique in, in what he does. But if Neil Lennon wants to have. You know, an okay. inverted coach, the best players in the best form on the pitch at the one time. I don't think putting one of them out of position, like we've seen happen with Callum McGregor in the past, just to shoehorn somebody in. I think you need to pick. It might, might need to be brutal, but I think he needs. To I pick. think they need someone doing addresses because, like, we've looked, we've talked about McGregor a few times, and he seems to be almost going seasons without a break. We've, I mean, we've mentioned last week he literally had a week and a half in the summer because yeah, he, he went from he, he needs a break. Needs a break. So there's, it's not about. It's not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say the word dropping McGregor Christie. I would more look at as resting because they do need more time to rest. But I mean, since the summer started, we've been playing two games a week. I don't even think there's been a has there been a free take out the national break. I don't think there's been a free midweek. I think we've had a game every single midweek as well. So the games are just constant. So there's not a harm in because the thing as well is we've got plenty of wingers. We've got so many wingers that we're not using. So why why don't we just kind of rest our best players? Because if we burn them out or why Unfortunately, aren't? if they get a, an injury, we then we'll lose them for weeks. Well, then our decision's made because we're going to have to play somebody because they're injured. Why aren't we playing the wingers, though? No idea. I mean, that Boyan Elsie, from the first couple of games I've seen, he looked really, really good. But he's not played. He's not played. He was crap against Thistle. Did you hear that, Christian Wolf? He was crap against Thistle. Aye, I'll shite. Wolf, aye. Wolf, aye. And so aye. is you, Stephen Johansson. Uh, I like Bratback and I like Ryseth. Who's another name? Odegaard. Morton Rasmussen. Odegaard. He's Odegaard. Oh, he's it, so, it sounds like a place in Lord of the Rings. Welcome to Odegaard. None of you watch Lord of the Rings. No, can really. um, no. But there we go. I just think that um, I'd like to see at some point in this season uh, McGregor, Christian and Cham within Cham and the 10. Christine. You didn't say Scott Brown there. No, that's what I'm saying. At some point in the season, I'd like to see how that works because th- this is all very much a case. For me, a midfield needs to have chemistry. Um, and until you test that chemistry out, you'll never know. Because if you look at all those players playing, and Cham and Brown together never really worked. Brown and Bitton never Brown's really not, worked. That's what I was going to say. Brown, Brown, Brown's not worked with you. Brown and McGregor does work. Yeah, Brown, Brown and McGregor do, 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 do. clearly does. But to get in Cham into this team, I think that you must do something it must be special because essentially i'm not making any sense i'm just speaking i I think that the other side of it very quickly before we move on the other side of it is you want to get the best out of ryan christie and moving him out of position i don't think gives you that is ryan christie the best 10 in the club right now no (laughs) oh for fuck's sake you've not even mentioned he's the best number eight is he the best number 10 no he's not the best number 10 there's only one 10 there's only one ten. 
and he's 10 out of 10. Anyway, so... Um, Stick him on top of your pint, pal, no worries. Fucking <laughs> hell. Hey, that's sensational, that's a, by a, the way. That's an order. Christmas, Christmas is coming up. That is good, that. I've seen that. That is, that is terrific. I was kind of wondering what was going on. Yeah. I thought it was going to turn green or something. You're also two minutes for a pint. It's like... You should, explain, the weight, yeah, you should explain to the listeners what you're talking You've about. You've got like. tam on your lips. What's wrong with you? Um, it very, very quickly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you're pouring the pints, even when you're halfway through the pint, you have to substitute it with another full pint because the, <laughs> How the do glass you? is breaking another. Uh, or you buy two pints, want to drink, want to just stare up. Yeah, that's absolute it. slander. Um, before we get to our goal, we, we mentioned McGregor there. I thought McGregor was his touch and his balance. There was one one point where he rode about three challenges, still managed to keep the ball. I thought his touch and his balance were sensational. If if that if that's Lionel Messi, we go on about it and go go crazy about it. I thought he was fantastic. But I agree with. I think everybody would agree he needs a rest. No doubt he'll probably play in these international games coming up. Um, it's but it's all it's also a case of when do you rest them? I think going away uh, away to Easter Road is not the time to rest key players like McGregor. It's other games against more plankton-esque teams. Well, we played we played Partick and he played. Why yeah. did McGregor play? Yeah. But, you know, and then bring Brown on. I think we were 3 0 up when he brought Brown on. It's like, oh, do we need to bring Brown on? Like, again, uh, in terms of uh, McGregor, I think the first, the final sort of 15 minutes of the first half, he was fucking brilliant. I don't know. He just all of a sudden got his juices flowing and he was, he was on that left hand side. He had that kind of slalom run. But he did about two or three times and he looked really, just really impressive. And he did a half pint of Tam. Half pint of Tam. That's the juice. Um, so the the goal itself, the equaliser. Um, Fifty eyes all around there. Yeah, um, it was a br- brilliant move. Um, obviously, there was a wee bit of con- controversy before with the free kick and stuff like that. But the the goal itself, we we broke um, and Cham played a nice ball out wide to Bauer. Bauer had all the time in the world to be fair um, because the Hibs player didn't close him down but he played a lovely outswinging ball into the middle for Christie to head home 1-1 fantastic header it was like an old school cross hung up hung, hung up, up yeah. yeah, hung up and he just attacked it which I was going to say as well is that's that's the one thing I'm liking about just now other than the hair is, other than the hair and the face the ability to cross his crosses I think I've noticed over a couple of the games He's probably one of the best fullbacks we've had for crossing for a number of well, for a number of years. I can think of. He can he can get it Keenan almost Tierney. from. But then no, who? because with Bauer at times he can actually get the ball round the player. So rather than having to get past the player to cross it, he can. I've seen a couple where he can cross it from almost behind the player. He can actually whip it right round him. He's got lovely coverture. Uh, coverture. Uh, Dave, your thoughts on Bauer? The head so, sorry, who's <laughs> <laughs> asking the question? <laughs> Dave, your thoughts on that? The, the the hair is something else. It's it's very special. The the cross was it was one that you would want someone to come on and attack. I, the fact that Christie manages to get up from a standing jump and get the power on the header is it's pretty ridiculous when you see it. It's a bit like the back of his head in a kind of weird sort of messy in yeah. the European Cup final. That's a, that's a great header when he kind of just headers it kind of backwards and it's it a goes great in. Header, that. It's great. Yeah. Um, do I just stay on your phone, Louis, or do you want me to host? I'm looking at a rundown. Jesus, fuck's sake! I was expecting you to jump in and waffle for a few minutes. Because that's what I was to see. Like with Bauer and El Ahmed, 
I think the two of them give us something different, which is quite good. I think El is better defending. I think yeah. he's really solid defensively. Don't you be giving me anti El Hamid part But going he's forward, the it, he's the boy. But I think <laughs> I think Bauer's better going forward than he is defending. But uh, it's cross, they, they can both counteract each other, which I suppose at times is a good decision, and you, you can kind of chop and change and still be. I'm not convinced. Old. I'm not convinced on Bauer. I don't think he's a bad player. I think he's just very much a okay, fine backup. Uh, El Hamed, I think, is a better player. Um, and again, these are only being judged over small samples of, of performance. Really excited about Fring Pong. Um, I think Fring oh, Pong. Yes. Um, I don't. I noticed he put in his Instagram post today. Big, big week. Big week. So Ahead. That oh, I noticed that too. Is, that. is he going to feature the bench on Thursday? Potentially. Potentially. Uh, yeah. I wonder if El Hamed's having to play centre half if somebody's out. Uh, yeah, no one's got suspension, have they? No, Ayer and Julian. Uh, uh, like well, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll come to we'll come to the the, the close game. This right. is a pro El Hamed propaganda podcast now. I've decided, so That's I don't usually do this. I don't usually do this. So I think thanks for coming but, on board. Um, he is the greatest. And uh, I won't. is what a throne he's got as well. Yeah, but that gets boring very quickly when it keeps not hitting anyone. Nothing was way out here because I don't know how far he was going to get with it. I do think he's a bit shady on Bauer. Like he came in, right? He's got decent pedigree. He's came in, and then Fring, Frimpong signs, and it's suddenly like, oh, Bauer's going to be gone after this loan. Like he's got no chance of staying on. They've got, a call, they've got they've got a call back in January as well. I know, but it's a bit shady. Come on, get a guy about. Well, I think as well, El Ahmed was in the bench. Bauer started. Is that something we didn't do? Uh, is he going well, to prefer Bauer over El Ahmed? Uh, well, from what I'm Why led to be- from what I'm led to believe with one of my sources. Oh, um, Celtic sources. Celtic sources. Uh, no, from what I'm led to believe, uh, Bauer won't be when everyone's fit. Bauer will kind of play less. El Ahmed said a couple of knocks. Um, he they're, they're, he still had a long term knock that they're kind of working off. He didn't have a preseason, so they're still making sure he's in Cotton Will. I think he's number one, and I think from what I'm led to believe that uh, Frimpong's going to be number two. Kieran Devlin told me that because he spoke to his agent. I don't know if I'm allowed mm-hmm. to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I might that. get checked, um, but there, uh, I think so. I don't know. Maybe what, what's the agent going to say? You know what I mean? I know. We're selling. We're selling these guys. You know, we're selling uh, Afalabi, O'Connor, Frimpong. Pipe dreams. We're selling them pipe dreams. That's <laughs> what we're selling them. Get in the door, son. I'm sure you'll play a game. Uh, fucking in the reserve. Absolutely. Um, so the game, obviously, we're, we did drop points. The, the, those were the only goals of the game. Bit frustrating. We had missed opportunities, um, as Chris mentioned earlier. Julian especially had a couple of quite kind of guilt edge chances yeah. to score with a head, and, and it didn't happen. Um, Quickly, before we kind of sum up the game, um, the the one thing I wanted to mention was the subs. So the subs, um, so we saw Johnny Hayes, Scott Sinclair and Bio come on and we saw James Forrest, Olivian Cham and Edward go off. Um, now, I, one thing that I think Neil Lennon's been quite impressive with recently, um, probably since the, the disastrous Cluj game, has been his substitutions. I think he's made them on the, the right times and more or less it's been the right the right replacements at the right times. However, I kinda think he got them wrong with this one. I thought in particular Johnny Hayes I was you know Johnny Hayes is great, but I think Johnny Hayes coming on when he did, I don't think that was the right move. I think if you're bringing Bio on, I would have liked him and Edward to both be on the pitch at the same time. I'd, I'd say that was the biggest sort of 
that would be the biggest one where I would be like, could we not have just kept Edward on, bring Bayou on, look for knock-ons, old school, fucking get the ball in the mixer. I know yeah. Christian and all the stats guys would be like, well, that's not actually how you play football. It's computers. Yeah. That was not bad. That wasn't a bad <laughs> Scandi. Actually. That was good, man. But no, I just, I, I think if you're going to bring, you know, Bale on, you know, even if you push Eddie a little bit, you know, left or play him in the left half space, you know, bring on Sinclair, bring leave Forrest on. Forrest wasn't having the biggest influence in the game, but leave him on. The thing, he's a the thing is, you bring Scott Sinclair on, and Scott Sinclair immediately slows the game down because he's trying to, you know, he slows down almost to a stop trying to read the, the man in front of him before he tries to beat him. One thing that I think um, you and Alan had mentioned um, a while ago. Um, on a podcast was talking about possibly um, a link up between Bio and Tom Rogic yeah. in the sense that Bio likes to kind of run beyond defences, open, you know, leaving big open spaces behind them. Someone like Tom Rogic would be great in that space and could link up potentially well with him. I was kind of disappointed that we never, we never maybe saw that as as a kind of go to. What did you think about the subs, Dave? Did you think they they worked out or I would actually I would defend the manager in retrospect and shout out to Callum in the WhatsApp for pointing out that Bio's actually suspended on Thursday. They're not and, in that WhatsApp. Well, I'm telling you now. <laughs> uh, and, um, I didn't even realise. Uh, Raphael Abbey's not in the the squad at all. So actually yeah, the, only, the, yeah. the, the only forward we've got is Edward. So I imagine that was probably done with Thursday in mind. And in that, in that sense, I can kind of understand it, to be fair. Yeah. Afalabi's not in the B squad. That's okay. So Afalabi isn't registered. But then Lee Griffiths is meant to be back, is he not? Griffiths is injured. Still, I thought yeah. he was. I thought he'd said he was going to be back. Also on a sabbatical. Uh, yeah, aye. So, oh. um, see Tam Logic. Mm-hmm. Thomas. Um, what's going on there? Just, <laughs> just in general. What's going on? Christ, did you see him against Partick this way? He was like the tin man. <laughs> he couldn't <even> run. <laughs> he just fell over about four times. I love, I love the boy. I do. I think he's terrific. And I think he, I start, he's obviously got a massive future. I just don't know what we do to get him up to speed. Because he's going to take games. He take reserve games. He need to play reserve games for week in, week out. Because he was, especially with Kamal. I know Kamal was his first game, but my God, there was twice he was played through and he was not going no anywhere. The, he was really in treacle, so he was. It was quite funny. The thing is, though, it's it's always been an issue with him. It's always taken him time to get back up to speed when he when he has been out. It does take him a while. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's... I just don't know because we're, we're, you know, the fact that Kieran's saying how do we get enchantment to the team and Christie's playing so well, and I just don't know where he's going to get the game time because he needs game time, and Absolutely, I don't know where yeah. it's going to come. I think he's better. I had a weird. I said maybe you know put me on loan, and people laughed at me. <laughs> I'm well, I'm talking. I'm. You could literally put what? him out on loan in January for the rest of the season so that come the Champions League because he's going back to Australia to get he's not even been married he's getting married send him back oh that's bloody rhetoric here we go <laughs> Boris look <laughs> look no I'm not having that in my podcast right Tam you're coming out your shell see you're relaxed now it's taken a couple of weeks but you're starting to Tam yeah. is going nowhere and but, he's, but he's not going to play and he needs to get fit we should be I've said this before we should the even only reason Tam will be going to Australia him is to help Scott Brown sell on, right? Show him about. Um, we need, we need, we need him fit, right? Because I, I, I love, right? We joke and we pull your leg and all that, but we we all love Tam, and I think he's a massive part of the team, and I want him back firing on all cylinders. He's not going to be get the chance to play 
at this le- at this point at this level consistently because we've got a good squad. When I think of the squad, I don't Roger isn't coming into my thinking these but days. To be fair though, you are coming into a, a period of time over the festive period we're gonna be playing something like nine games in like the space of a week or something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean I mean, you, I mean the maths works out. You could do that. What, what's different between now? Yeah but the, the summer when we're playing the European games as well as league games. We're still playing two yeah, games a season. You can't drop him into a game, though. You can't have him not play for four weeks and then drop him into a game because he just he, he won't be there. I know, but having like we we do need options. People are going to get injured. We we're, we're talking about trying to fit in and jam just now. You know, having four options if you include Tam, five options for three positions. That's uh, you know, it's a difficult decision when everybody's fit. But how? Not everybody's going to be fit for the whole season. There's going to be times when people have got knocks. They genuinely need rested and things like that players will get their opportunity it's whether he can come in and grab the opportunity and say no this is my position again and the person that's dropped out they need to win it back that's the challenge for Tam I think I think the game he runs like he's got sunburn he runs like he's been on holiday in Mallorca for two weeks and he's got sunburn it's not about that (laughs) it's about his touch Christopher and his vision and his general (laughs) it's him falling over (laughs) (laughs) I love Tam. I think. I think he's great. I don't you can't, you can't <laughs> I every like bit of slander with. I love Tam. Tam's great. I don't think you know what slander is. Slanderous. Does he from get fit? Does he? He obviously needs to work more, like in the gym. Off of, out with the game. He's got school scientists, but like behind him, he he, he, he's not just this. turning up eating pies and chips and going right. I'm going to play a bit and then. Well, looks like it. Perfect. Oh, calls all over the place. Hold on. Was that you an impression of doing of you? Anyway, I'd like to recap because we've kind of got a big game coming up. Um, we, we've not even spoke about the penalties. The two penalties, Stonewall, the, I mean. Christie and Bauer, definite penalties. I, wa- yes. I watched them back with the intent of trying to give the referee the benefit of the doubt for want, for either of them to see, oh, well, maybe his views blocked, but they're both absolute stonewallers. Like, you can't legislate for why they're not given. It's particularly the second one. Louis. It's a Masonic conspiracy, isn't Louis. it? Yeah. Why, why is this prick, right? Why is he looking back trying to give the referee the benefit of the doubt? <laughs> Fuck's going on? This for, is the your sake, show? for the sake of some discussion. Listen. What on this hang off? He was slagging off Scott Brown. He can say what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> um, Especially when they across the road gets two penalties in the same day. They were still them across the road, uh, uh, Across the city. That's they Now getting two and me, didn't they? Nah, they were still still The old, the old funny handshakes rubbing knuckles and all that. Uh, right, did you hear right. Stu calling, uh, what did they say, Bobby Madden had a stoner? How <laughs> 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 many times someone goes on the agenda this week? Um <laughs> Stuart Duggan said that um, as soon as someone leaves their feet in any way at a Rangers game... <laughs> Madden gets he, a pint. <laughs> Madden gets a stoner. I just oh, love the use of the phrase stoner. I've never done it before. It's the tune the facts. Oh, to be well, fair, the ref helped us out because really and Jam should have been sent off. Do you know, I, d- I didn't Another think... One. I, I thought... Well, I, come on, hand to the face. I mean, the, I did it all the time. It was face to hand. It was face to hand. I didn't think it was... I thought there was a sort of, you know down the route of you know you don't like you say you don't raise your hands and stuff then there's an angle where you see him when he slaps him in the face I, I, I seen it the other angle and I thought he's just he's just pushed his chest yeah, isn't nothing and then you see the other side right because you can actually see the ref's face in the same caption as the hand going yeah it, it's cut him to handle so that's it no, um, the gap is, uh, has closed in the in the league 
to to one point um, because of that uh, slip up against Hibs. The rest of the results in the league, um, the the city across the. The city, the city across the city, the team across the city, um, won five 0 against Aberdeen. Dave, you watched the highlights. You said it's how Aberdeen were fucking dreadful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dis- defensively, there's, as I said, as we were discussing before we come on, sitting eleven men behind the ball and getting done by balls over the top. Stuff they looked they looked absolutely rotten. Pissed Yeah. Um, St. Martin Hearts 0-0, um, Kilmarnock Ross County 0-0, Hamilton beat Livingston 2-1, which I don't quite know how that worked. Just fuck off Hamilton. Just they had three, they had like four play four four fans above three uh, four three figures. That's what's happening in our Premiership. Absolute plankton. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're not even plankton. They they're plankton on plankton. Hundred and four fans. No, they had. They were three, so they, they had one thousand and yeah, oh, right, like four oh, fans oh, or something. Right, Pathetic. Okay. Um, Mother will beat uh, St Johnston away from home. St Johnston are on a pretty poor run. I don't know where they are in the league, but they are Motherwell are flying though. Uh, Motherwell are doing great. I think St they must be third. They, uh, they, they third? are third. Yeah. Rob- Rob- Robinson will go to Hearts. I don't think he will go to Hearts. I think he will. I think he will. I think he's. <clears throat> I think he'll go to Hearts and or fucking actually Hibs. Hibs. Aye. Well, no, well, Hibs are going for uh, Ross at Sunderland. Oh, aye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's so, Bob in the league? St. Johnson, I think. Aye, St. Uh, Johnson. This is the time to join my finally. Get it right. Let him go. Yeah. Come up. I can't believe that we went through the our goal at Easter Road and didn't talk about Heckenbottom. Oh, but the, the, the kick out. magnificent meltdown that Heckenbottom had. The magnificent Do you know what? Meltdown. He gets away with that if he's remorseful. See if he goes yeah. over and he says, I didn't mean that, I'm sorry. You know, he gets away with it. But he didn't. He just went over to the like fourth official and was like, did you see that? Did you see what happened there? That that bottle? That bottle hit him. He's just, it he's it just, left he's, my foot. He's just a tip. Like, I, I, Paul I actually thought he was, I thought he was decent when he first came in. He did, he and did now well. He, he initially did yeah. well, yeah. But he does seem to be unravelling them, yeah. looking a bit of the Mark Robbins about him. Clearly the pressure's getting to him. Yeah. Because right. that, that was a foul, because Forrest's heels, Achilles gets clipped. They say it went too quickly, but actually Hibs were actually quite set They'll up. They're back for the four, no. so you, you're, you're able to, see as soon as the ref says you can take the free kick, that's yeah. like you're allowed to train. But I, would, I would like to focus, focus on the bottle, because when he kicks the bottle, right, he's just unlucky. He's he's unlucky that it hits the, the linesman, because how many times have you seen, for example, Neil Lennon kick a, ball, uh, kick a bottle in frustration? But he's never hit anyone. He just, it was a twist of fate. He's not one of the hardy boys. Jesus. Good. That's a good wrestling reference. Um, nothing. Matt Hardy's finisher was twisted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Aye. Brilliant. I got nothing, mate. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so we're going to move away from the wrestling <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk Cluj. Um, it is the, hopefully, um, Time for some revenge on Cluj. Obviously, Cluj put us out of the... This episode's called the Romanian Revenge Mission, just so you're aware. Wow. That's, um, Romanian Revenge might have been good. Don't know about mission, but... It's a fucking mission. We can, we can talk about it. Um, so, we are playing uh, Cluj on Thursday at Celtic Park. The last game at Celtic Park against Cluj, obviously, in the Champions League qualifier. Finished 4-3 to Cluj. Um We've came back, off the, this is off, obviously off the back of a, a positive result in the first game against Wren away, we got the draw. Um, 
a chance for revenge, obviously. What are our expectations, Kieran, going into it? Um, purely for, for the fact that it's our first home tie in, in the group. Fucking smash them. Yes. Get our own back. Strong Jesus. industrial I think language. Since then, we've obviously added to the team. We've now kind of almost got a kind of settled team. I mean, the performance in Rennes was fantastic um, to get that result. Domestically, we're doing really well. We're scoring goals. We're proving we can score goals against the teams in Europe as well. So I think we've learned, we should have learned a lot from Cluj. Um, and I don't think we'll be as. I think there'll be more game management this time. I think he's definitely learned. I don't think it'll be so much gung ho the whole time. I think we'll be kind of controlling the game. Um, and I think we'll just be getting forward as best we can and creating chances and just be careful not to get caught, get caught in the counter. Um, I, you can only imagine the team's going to be well up for getting their own back. They, they want to show. They want to show the fans that they've turned that around and that Cluj was a the, the Cluj defeat was a blip. Um, and it shouldn't have happened, and it can show that well, realistically, this is the kind of team we are. Um, but unfortunately, we can have off days. Dave, how how crucial is the these home ties in, in the group stage, and and what do you think the approach should be going into it? I'm glad that we've got Cluj first because it feels like an opportunity that we're not going to pass up. Cluj to me were effective and organised, but not the kind of team that you should ship four goals to. Never mind. At home, and I do think that the nature of that that four three was largely self inflicted and just a completely manic that that last that last half hour particularly was just a manic game of football that I don't think will be repeated. I think we will put at least a couple by them, yep. and then that suit, that kind of sets the group up nicely with obviously the um, the Lazio doubleheader to come. I actually think the now that we've got that opening point, the fixtures are quite nicely poised for us. Yeah, I, I think it's. I've said it all along. I said it um, when we, we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. I think for me, the home games are, you know, expectations of the group when I saw the group. Personally, I didn't think we'd qualify. I thought Ren and uh, Lazio would probably be your, your first two, and, and I would hope that we would compete. And I really wanted to see us do well in our, our home games. And if, if they gave us that, not expecting much away from home. But if they could give us the home games, I would have been quite happy. Going into it now, obviously off the back of the end game, I'm a wee bit more ambitious, I'm a wee bit more hopeful about the group. Um, but obviously, the game on Thursday is really all about revenge. It's all getting back at them. For, it is, it is. It's got to be. Because that you're not, game... You're not, you're not Charles Bronson, for fuck's sake. It's not Death Wish. Another great reference that no one will get. Brilliant. Um, glad you feel better about yourself. Um, <laughs> obviously, that the, the, we had there was a massive fallout after that game, Chris, and getting getting papped out of the Champions League by Cluj. Um, I mean, I, personally, I was calling for protests. I wanted to do a Hearts <laughs> fans thing. I wanted to storm the gates. We remember. Yep. At least you're owning up to it. Oh, us. absolutely. Oh, fair play to you. Uh, yeah, I wanted um, industrial action to take place. Um, but there was a massive fallout. We were all massively disappointed. We were all, you know, slating Neil Lennon and, and pretty disillusioned with where we were heading off the back of that. What's changed? Where are we now as a team? And by that, I mean as Neil Lennon and the players. Are we in a far stronger position? Is this tie different to the one previously? <clears throat> well, we're not playing Callum McGregor at left back. We're playing players in the right position. 
Other than Christie. Always a good start. No, I'm, well, European-wise, I think we'll, you know, and Cham's not going to play on Thursday, I don't think. I think it will be, the trying tested. I know we'll go through the team, so I don't want to give that too much away. But, you know, Bolingoli has, you know, people had a lot of doubts about him, but Bolingoli's performing really quite well at quite a high level. Julien's came in and he's really solidified the defence. He's starting to develop a partnership with Ayer. <laughs> other, other than big shaky necks. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Edwards and the, you know, just doing Edward things. Uh, so I think we're in a far stronger position. I spoke to Emmanuel Rosso, uh, who's the uh, remaining journalist. Uh, that's in part of the preview, uh, which drops on Patreon at 7am on Wednesday morning. Check that out. But Emmanuel was basically saying that they were really shocked by the Celtic Park game. Um, he's like, basically said it's the best performance of a remaining team uh, in contemporary times they were not because they set up very very solid very um structured very defensive and he says for Cluj to score four goals in one match in a normal week in a normal game is is quite surprising to do it in a european match is even more surprising um i spot i haven't spoke to him he he thinks it'll be tight um i don't i think I think we're going to do them. I really, I really do. I've got this this feeling in my side inside me that I, I think we are going to lay the ghosts to the past. Lennon's going to get the opportunity to, you know, uh, you know, Empire Strikes Back stuff. Do you know what I mean? Uh, fucking Leia's Leia and Han Solo, bloody other end of the galaxy. Looks going in. And you criticise me for the Charles Bronson thing? Come on. <laughs> you're wearing a white shirt, but you look work? like Charles Bronson a little bit. And you're talking about revenge. It's, this is all about revenge. Wish Bowd was here. <laughs> he'd, he'd get my references. We all wish Bowd was here. That's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, personally, I think yes, we have came a long way. I think we'll go into the game. Um, Let me ask you this, Louis. Hypothetical: If this Celtic team was to play that Celtic team, who do you think would win? The one from a couple of weeks ago with uh, McGregor at left back, and uh, remember, we also played Jozo Simunovic as well. So Jozo played, um, and it was Brown and Encham. So it was Brown and Cham in midfield. Uh, McGregor was at left back. Jozo was playing with Ayer. So this Celtic team plays that Celtic team. Who wins? Um, I, I think it'd be a no-no draw because <laughs> we'd cancel each other out because of the same people. Um, but, but no, this Celtic, this Celtic team playing that Celtic team, we would win because you know players playing in the right position. Julian's better than Joseph Saminovic. This isn't football manager inter squad friendlies when you first take over a team. Come on, what's wrong with you? Football, Andy Christian, <laughs> Christian Wolfia. Um, no, I think um, I, I do think we're in a better place. I think we'll, I, I think it's got a kind of air about it of you know that we were. I feel we're going to put in a really, really strong performance on Thursday. We are going to set a bit of a marker, right or wrong. Um, and I think Neil Lennon will obviously, you know, he's better equipped. We've got players that can play in the key positions that maybe we didn't have uh, previously. And I think we'll probably, it'll be a possibly a frustrating night because we'll do to close what we should have done to them the first time. Um, there's also a wee bit of injury news in terms of close. Apparently, Om, uh, Om, Omrani, who... He's in the squad. He's in the squad, but I think he's, he's had play. a knot. Well, how do you know? Because I spoke to Emmanuel today. That's what I'm trying Is to Emmanuel say. picking the team? No. He, he spoke to the manager at the press conference today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just making that up. He's, he's, he's a journalist. And he told him at the start of the living was. He, they do that in Romania. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's in the squad to play. Whether he starts or not, I don't know. And, and uh, 
Omrani and, and Traore, both of them could miss through injury. They could have a couple of injuries to key players. We'll see how it transpires. But I think overall, we're feeling positive. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling very positive. But there's still something in the back of my, my, my back in my head that seems like it might just fuck it right up. Because it's... Because it's <laughs> well, I, like... The fact that we went away to Rennes and we got a, fan, a fantastic result, which we weren't really expecting. We thought might happen, but we weren't really expecting it. We've got ourselves in a great position now because we've got we've got that vital away, away point. Now it is one year three home games, which should see you through. So there's the expectancy levels have just risen a bit more because it is close. We want to get our own back. I just Sometimes I feel as maybe there's just going to be too much. And what will happen is, see as the game goes on, and it's still nil nil. The crowd will start getting more frustrating because you see that at times. I don't they start see, to see you hear murmurs and you hear moans, and then the players must hear that, and then that makes it even more harder, frustrating. They're trying to push things through like passes, and it's not happening. So they're doing things they might not normally do, but they're kind of force themselves to try and get something going because the fans are getting their back. I agree with you too. I agree with you if it was any other game, but see this game. See, because it's close. I completely agree. I think everyone will oh, be. I'm hoping I, as well. I think everyone will be give the, the team time. We just everyone will just really want to beat them. So don't get me wrong. That whole annoyed grunt that you hear from the crowd, we've all been part of it. Let's not get on. But that annoyed grunt, we'll be back for Lazio. That's absolutely fine. No problem at all. But this game specifically, I think I, I don't. I don't. I think everyone will really be united. Do you, do you agree with that? I think we'll be right up for it. Just uh, the the club as a whole will be right up for it because yeah. I think. Lynn will st- I imagine we still probably think that the grief that the team that he personally and the team got for closure was harsh based on what's happened since it was I would counter that it was the biggest game of the season and it was an absolute clusterfuck like it wasn't it wasn't a freak refereeing decision it wasn't we didn't get done on in the last minute or something like that it was a total clusterfuck and we've got the chance to put that right and we don't have Bain and goal anymore. Dave, so. how do we do it? Because personally, I think we fucking smash them right from the start. I think we go for it. We play long balls, hoof Jesus it up, and just absolutely batter the door down. Go, gung ho, Kim. Gung ho, you said no you wouldn't. No long balls, but. No, no, come on. Fuck smash them. Balls. Just nah. everybody t- charge. Aye, charge. I want to like charge. <laughs> so, Louis, right. I so, want, from a physics point of view, what is the quickest way to get from one point to another? Run. Straight, a straight line, right? Run. Aye. So, what you're saying is. Essentially, and I'm with you. Vertical movement. Vertical movement. Mm-hmm. Vertical. Mm-hmm. Just fucking. No, I mean, no, I mean, just batter the balls in. I, None of this passing. Get Bale on. I know he's suspended. Get him on anyway. Get bloody the guy the Kevin Kyle. Get all those guys. Get the big talk. Get Kevin, Andre the Kevin Giant. Kyle. Get Andre the he Giant. Has, he has get own, Peter Crouch. Rattle them in. I just 40 want, I want Christopher Ayer standing there, you know, maybe just just a wee bit back from the centre circle, just Doing going, weird stuff with his hands. <laughs> and everybody just runs. <laughs> just battle them. Have you ever seen a game of football? <laughs> <laughs> this is the time. Maybe we need to think outside the box. Maybe we're all just confined by the white lines and we need to think, no, hold on, why don't we just all run forward? By the way, just so you're aware, see, this, uh, was this Lennon's team talk for the first college game? <laughs> because yeah. this is the second half, it wasn't the similar. No, it wasn't. Um, so, start the 11, let's... 
pick the team because um, Neil Lennon, well, I don't know, he's not Romanian, so he doesn't just give it out in the press conferences. Um, See, he's getting there, he's clicking, he's uh, connecting yeah. ATV. Connecting Good. the dots, right? So, in goals, obviously, Fraser Foster, yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. yes. Absolutely. Round table. Uh, absolutely. Um, when Bain comes back and he's fully fit, who gets in ahead? Who, who is it, Foster or Bain? Uh, Bain. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I only said that just to get it off you. Uh, Fraser Foster, obviously. Um, so, Foster and goals, right back. We have a choice. It's lovely to have a choice. We do have a choice. Is it El Hamid or Bauer? Very quickly, Kieran. Very quickly, Bauer. Kieran. Oh, no, no, no. Pause. Fucking pause for about 10 years. Go. Bauer. Bauer. I prefer El Hamid, but for the sake of consistency, oh, I think he'll go Bauer. Oh, Jesus. Get go. yourself I think, so far. Can I just, far can I just clarify that I said? I think he'll go. I personally would go El Hamid. Oh, see, he's done a wee caveat, so he uh, protects his back. <laughs> no, yeah, you like that. You basically yeah. pick both, but yeah. in different yeah. situations, exactly. right? No, it's who we. It's, it's, we've got to say who we want. We can't. We can't. Let's not. Because Jesus Christ, they played Cal McGregor at left back last time. Let's just. El Hamed, Hamed is the greatest. Factual intercourse for you, right you there. El Hamed is the greatest. Factual intercourse. Is that yeah. what you said? Yes, he is the greatest. The greatest living footballer. It's as if the soul of Michael Lustig has left his body and just elevated into this handsome oh, young man. Yeah, he's cool, man. I like him. He's <laughs> not bad. He's pretty good. Yeah, um, I would agree with you. Because good at going forward, and we're going to be going gung ho at all times forward. So we'd forward thinking players. I've actually just decided that Bowers pish, and I don't <laughs> want him anywhere near the fucking squad. All right, we'll pal. We'll see who starts on Thursday. Um, but then that brings us to so we've got Bauer and three El Hamid. Yes. Yes. Um but then that brings us to uh, you do your fucking talk. <laughs> <laughs> that brings us back to Frimpong's Instagram post, the, the cryptic message. Um He's in the bench. you know, talking about a big week coming up. It may be the Livingston the- game. It may be the Livingston game because obviously <clears throat> he'll be training with the first team and he might start his first SPL um, Scottish Premier League Scottish Premiership game. That's a big week. And don't forget as well, it's a plastic pitch, so maybe there must be somebody that's not Aye. going to be adaptable yeah. to that. Either well, Julian well, or Ayer. But Ayer should be used to playing at Kilmarnock. Yeah. I think <clears> so maybe, maybe, yeah. But unless one of them's got a slight, not a niggle, but maybe they're scared that they've got something that could aggra- be aggravated by playing in a plastic pitch. Exactly. So the, Let, big, the big week might not be Thursday, it might be Sunday. Big weekend. Um, Lennon loves throwing in a curveball. You just... You never know. I, I I really do hope it's El Hamid, but we'll see what happens. Um, left back, ball and goalie, obviously. Yeah, yep. Absolutely. Um, centre half, Pern, Shaky Stevens, and. Uh, <laughs> I love this. I love this. I do love And, ju- <laughs> and Julian. It's like we get, you know, we've got one. One shiter, one good He's defender. Then, then we get another one in, and the good guy turns into a shiter. Why can't we just have two good guys at centre half? See that defence. That of Bolingoli, El Hamed, Ayer and Julian it's the best defence at the club currently but it's the best defence we've had at the club in quite a while I think I think it's very well balanced I think it has a lot of attributes <laughs> and it, <laughs> why can't Ayer just that's you know, stop flopping again as well you, oh, 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 oh I'm not flat flopping that I'm just you've been praising Ayer for quite a while I've done I'm a bit done 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 a couple done. of mistakes now he's on your flat flopping his push out the door that's the good thing about the 90 minute cynic where we just speak the truth <laughs> we, if a player's playing shite we'll tell you he's shite <laughs> and if he's playing well we'll tell you he's playing well I love the way it's like it's well right if they're playing well and it's shite it's not bad it's not very <laughs> sure. aggressive there's the greatest list and there's the shit list right now Ayers on the shit list um, El Hamid and Tom 
running through a field, a merry field, the greatest ever. Hand I'm in hand. On board. What? I'm on board with the greatest part. Let me, let me in. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you, you can come in. I have opened the door. <laughs> um, so in midfield, the midfield three then, um, who do we go with? Personally, I would... <laughs> Don't laugh at me. I just let you in. Kwasi, John McGinn, and uh, Brian McClare. No, um, I I'm going to remain consistent by any means. Um, Flip and or flop. (laughs) Cal McGregor, Ryan Christie, and Tom Rogic. No, I think it's going to have to be. I think Brown, McGregor, and Christie as the midfield three. Any changes to that surely in Cham if there was a game that in Cham was going to come in and start it would be the European tie no? Christie's in the form of his life and Cham's not going to play in Brown's position and who do you pick McGregor and in Cham see the thing is I think it's going to be the same I think it's going to be in Cham McGregor Christie in the right because Forrest has played in the left now for a couple of games so you're bringing somebody like Sinclair in at the cold or if you're using El- Elanoussi he's not like we say, we've not seen enough of him, so I don't think he's going to put any of those players in. Mikey Johnson, he's used a couple of times, but he's injured. I can't see him throwing Morgan in, so I actually do think he will sit with Forrest in the left and Christie in the right. I think he'll keep going just for consistency as well. That's that's probably the the better point to look at. Do we play the two natural wingers in Elanusi and Moy. Forrest? Moy, thanks. Um, do we play them or do we play Christie? Dave, what do you think? Dave. Personally, I would play the wingers. Um, I don't think you can shoehorn and jam in. I think we've we've now learned that. That much as I would love there to be a system where just everyone plays, get, get everyone the team charge. Aye, exactly. The very same. Uh, no, no, and Cham doesn't play for me. Then I'd say, well, who would you be your left winger? Uh, Moel Inusi. Would you come in? Yeah. Oh, you said his own name. Oh, look at this, Mark Prick. <laughs> he said it so like eloquently as well. This is this is, this is to get Christian points. Yeah, you but don't want Christian points. You know, uh, Cl- uh, Christian points don't make prizes. Uh, Claire was doing a thing where she was editing all the stuff into the thing that we advert at the beginning, and uh, she had to listen to all the podcasts from last week. And she said to me, "You know, you're really, really mean to Christian Wolf." <laughs> She's like, "Every time you listen, it's just you being really horrible to him." And I was like, "I know, I <laughs> happy with that." Oh, that's where that ended, right? Aye, that is aye. Um, so, Elanusi and Forrest. That's who should play. For us three, but you think Christie on the right, Forrest on the left. I just, aye, for consistency. And I think that they're all, they're both playing well. So they are. Um, I just don't feel the MD who'd play lines. Elanusi's not played enough now to be, to be given a chance. In the European stage, I don't think. And Dave, he's done it on the European stage, though. He's done it. He's, he was very good with Bal. He scored against us for Malmo. That volley he scored against us for for uh, for Mulder. Oh, Mul- Mulder, sorry, My yeah, God. I keep saying Malmo, yeah, Mulder. Yeah. But he's lost a, a lot of form in Southampton because it's never worked for him. So he's, he's, he, he needs his confidence back up again. So I it's not his confidence is not going. Has maybe been taking a hit for a hit because. I mean, look at Saturday. There was two left wingers went on ahead of him. Had, Hayes went on first, and then Sinclair went on. So technically, he was third choice. So if he's third choice on Saturday, on Saturday why is he all of a sudden first choice on Thursday? Because he's the best player. Well, why was he not brought on on Saturday? Well, especially when we're chasing a game when there's players of that quality who could change it. 
Well, he is. Uh, Sinclair. Who's a better? I mean, was, was that not Sinclair's first? No, it's his second appearance, wasn't it? Because he started this one. He came on against this one. Sinclair has been so in the gym. The, the, the fact so why is he? Why, so why is he on not El Nussi? I think it comes down to this: who's the better player? Oh, El El is better than Sinclair. Play him because it's not like Johnny Hayes or Scott Sinclair are setting ahead. They're like play him. Why do we not play him on Saturday? Forrest needs to play on the right. Forrest is more effective and better on the right. Uh, I mean, play, like Forrest, me, yeah. play in Forest on the right, play Elenusi on the left. That's not to say that's what Lennon's going to do. But the fact of the matter is, he, we don't know what he's going to do. And I, I would play Elenusi on the left and uh, Forrest on the right, and then we've got our boy up front. I think it Mikey Johnson's yeah. no fit. Well, that's that's. I was going to say is that going to be like a curveball? He's just got something going to appear. It's like you read my mind and my Twitter mentions at the same time. <laughs> Andrew Angus um, has tweeted saying, if uh, MJ is fit for Thursday, does he start? Would anybody start MJ? Considering nah. he's been out for quite a while, mm. I, I, personally, I can't see it. Um, nah. MJ has been uh, an absolute match winner when he's played. Um, he was terrific in Sweden uh, against the Swedish champions. He was terrific in France. I think the boy will be starting, but he's not played weeks, so... No, he's, I'd leave him on the bench. He's superb, Mickey oh, Johnson. He's a quality footballer. But we have the model of what happens when you burn out your youngsters because they're first choice in the minute they get in the team and never come out in tyranny. And that's what we're seeing right now is that he's he's burned out and he's gubbed. Obviously not a problem anymore. Yeah. But yeah, Marcus McLeod will be at the press conference tomorrow, uh, so the press conference audio will be available on the Patreon, patreon.com slash 9 Speaking of pressers, can we just give a shout out to Jeremy Fring Frimpong's? Uh, what a boy, presser. by the way. What, what a, a boy. boy. Oh, he's so terrific. Who's good? Everybody. Everybody's good. I, I like everybody. I, what, what's Scott Brown like? He's, oh, he's amazing. I, and then they, they asked him, um, what did you think about moving to Celtic? He's like, well, Celtic win every week. And uh, I thought to myself, that'd be great because I'll be in a team that wins every week and it'll be good. It's like, <laughs> just enthusiasm. I think he's terrific. He's 18 great. as well. That was his first professional game. So. Yeah, good on, good on him. I think we're all. I, I I didn't see any of the game that he played, but I'm looking forward to seeing him. See, he looked impressive, especially looked seeing how quick he is, because I think that's his. He's very fast, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, I do want to come to the Twitter questions if we've got an extra wee five yeah, minutes. I but forgot who's going to start up the front. Well, the, Dave's sure. Dave's told us there's only one option. There is only one. Yeah, I know. It. Um, yeah, it's Tam. So. <laughs> Predictions, Cri- Christopher. What is your prediction for the game? My prediction for the game. I'd like to know the score line, right? I'm not talking about the performance. Okay. I would like to know what is the score. Celtic three, Cluj nil. Um, I'd like to put my goal scorers there. Is that permitted? Is that allowed? Yeah. Ryan Christie will score one. Eduardo will score two. Thank you, uh, Dave. I'm really annoyed because now I look like I'm just copying Gal because <laughs> that was mine to the. By the way, you'd the be number. smart to copy Gal. That, right? that is true. That's true. I also think it'll be three 0 but just, just to mix it up for the sake of not copying Gal, I will go that Forrest will score again, as well as Christie and French Eddie, because Forrest scores in all the big games. He does. He's uh, he's what we call a, a match winner. Ah, but that's my thing. I've been calling him a match winner for pure ages. Kieran? Uh, I'm going with 3-1. I unfortunately do think we might concede. I think somebody will make a mistake. We'll Probably concede. higher. He'll probably shit the bed. <laughs> like he's done quite a lot recently. Uh, and I think Eddie... Um, Christy. <laughs> 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 I 
There's ten other players playing. <laughs> Eddie Christine and Jam, I think, let's go. He didn't even start in Jam, did you? Did. Oh, he did. Um, right, I, personally, I, I, I think you're all wrong. I think it's going to be uh, 5-1. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Charge is the call. <laughs> Charge, the Charge right is what we'll do. Yeah. Um, I, this is not to reason why. the first goal then decide not to do that ever again. No, but I'm telling you. We, we will we'll give Charge them one as means of a, you know, thanks for coming out. All the best for the future. <laughs> Romanian football's had its moment, but it's over now. Um, and Julian will score at Celtic Park. His first goal is Celtic Park. Cracking header. It's not possibly in off the bar. Um, it will be sensational. Um, so that takes us to the Twitter questions. Twitter questions have been, um, you know, regrettably, um, they've not been highlighted as much in recent podcasts because, to be honest with you, the panelists have just been talking shit for the full hour and we've not had a chance to fit them in. But we're going to try and uh, get a couple more covered. Tam Bolingoli says two up front for Thursday. Would anybody consider two up front with Bio uh, or Bio can play? Um, Tam and uh, Ed, Eddie, two up front. No, no, it can't. It can't. It can't actually happen because of options. Um, Would you consider it moving forward? Okay, let's yeah, let's yeah. play the hypothetical game. Even right. So if Bio was fit, would you? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. I think there's. I think there's a um, a place for it in certain situations. Because the problem you're going to have is if you're then going to have two, what midfield are you going to drop? We're struggling to fit 483 now, you said fit 42. I just mean in game, playing two up top in game. If we're chasing a game, you know, stick by one and leave Eddie on as well. Well, I think Saturday was probably the prime example when it probably oh, would well, have worked. Probably but um, I, one thing I would say, obviously we can't we can't see Bio on Thursday, but I really like what I see from Bio. I like Bio as well. Yeah, I really want to see more of him. It's a difficult one with Eddie. Um, but... I would like to see him get more game time. Hopefully, he does because I, I think I think he's going to turn out with a decent goal scoring record this season. I think he's. I, I, I think he'll be in double figures anyway, comfortably. Uh, his uh, link up play, the more and more I see him, the better his link up play looks. And uh, yeah, he's got a good touch on him. Uh, he was really unlucky on the, the, the Hibs game because he had because he made the space so well and he, his control was excellent. And then it was going in. It was a goal. No, no, I'm not talking about the overhead kick. I'm talking about the one where he kind of oh, drops his shoulder, one. holds the ball up really well, moves out of his feet, and then he's five He made good room for himself in the box. Yeah. Just needs more games, though. But but the, the overhead kick was in. Ah, it was a oh, That was a goal. Right, he's got yeah. good technique, like from the way he hits the ball. Yeah. Good. Good, te- good technique for a big man. Um, French Kelly, in terms of first 11, he did say fist 11, but I think he meant first. Um, in terms of fist 11 and squad depth. <laughs> Is this the best we've been squad-wise since the Seville run, Kieran? The Seville run made a fucking terrible squad. We'd like 15 players. <laughs> all right, shit all over French Kelly. <laughs> um, true, though. Yeah, it feels like it. Um, we have got a fair bit of quality now in the kind of reserves. We've got... It was possibly the greatest young... transfer window ever. I mean, that's what we so, Especially with the, the youngsters we've brought in as well. We've, we've recruited a number of youngsters who are actually talented um, and it's, it'll be good to see them develop uh, to see if any of them, any of them can push through this, this season um, Dave, question for you um, this is from Stuart Thompson who is at 4-4 Stu which I think is 
I think it's terrific. I actually know Stuart personally. Oh, do you? I do. Yeah. Oh, tell him yeah. I think his handles terrific. Um, if they call it handles, I never got why they call it handles. Is it because it opens the door to your account? Um, Dave has slid into my Daniel McGowan category. That oh shit, you don't. really don't like. I mean, Daniel, I hope he's listening, but you shit on him all the time. I know him and Christian, and I think sorry, Dave. It's got to be someone, I suppose. It really does, and he takes it. He takes it well. He takes his medicine well, just like the other two. Takes it well. You've kind of got to. Anyway, um, Stuart says your friend, friend of the show, Stuart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're all we're all big Stu fans. Um, given how much his pressing and ball winning have improved, should we be looking at Christie as a potential alternative slash successor to Scott Brown? I really like that idea because. Christie's a wee shit house in the best way. Like he's a wee shite, but he's our wee shite. And I really like that. I feel that's like that's something he's really developed. Yeah. I don't think shit house really came naturally to him, but he's developed it under uh, in his time in the Celtic first team. He's one of the snidiest wee footballers I've ever seen. It's class. It's, it's really fucking great. great. Yeah, it's, it's, he's you know, he leaves the boot in, he's got I'm sure remember when Dennis Wise used to when he make a tackle, he'd nip the inside of your legs so you'd react. He got <laughs> Did he do that to you? Eh? Sorry, Stu's Stu's wonderful. See, even (laughs) go Dave speak. (laughs) Even when even when he he really broke in in that that uh, league cup semi at Murrayfield and he wins the penalty, he's leaning in and he's anticipating the contact and he's so good at just just we not like not causing not causing like fights. But just just we we niggles here and there. I love that about him. I think he probably offers a bit too much going forwards. To be, if we're talking just like Brown right now, but that angle of long term, he's the one. Eventually, he's possibly, the one yeah. player that can probably break up yeah. play and win the ball back, unlike any other player. So he's probably closest to Brown in that respect. And maybe if you look at Scott Brown at Christie's age, you could probably draw comparisons there as well, because obviously Brown at Hibs was was far more offensive than the Brown that. That we ever got. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, last question, Kieran, you're getting it because you're the most special one. Right? Um, pa- Patrick McHugh says, rate these keepers from best to worst. Do you know him, Dave? Do you know Patrick McHugh? I don't, unfortunately. I'm sure he's lovely, uh, Patrick. Uh, Shout out to Patrick. He's not a friend of the show because we don't oh. know him personally. Oh. Um, but thanks for tweeting in, Patrick. Um, you can be a friend. Um, <laughs> there's quite a few keepers from this list, to be fair to him. So you've got a bit of best to worst, right? And don't just say it in the order that I tell you. <laughs> How many, how many <laughs> so you tell you me? can remember them. There's quite a few. Bain, Gordon, Foster, Boric, Douglas, Gould. Don't Douglas and Gould are last and second last anyway. Um, so Bain, Gordon, Bain, Foster Bain, and Bain is, Bain is ahead of Douglas. Seville goalkeeping sensation. Was, was, that, not, was that not... Uh, a best of best <laughs> can, can comparison I just, was that not a, did we not do this on best of best at some yeah, point yeah we pretty much did after yeah. I've listened to that show but um, Kieran, he doesn't listen to anything he's not on <laughs> there you go Kieran, you've got the face of a man who's just shit the bed and he knows it so right. you look like uh, I mean, you've Forrest, got this, Forrest first then Boric eh, then Boric then Gordon <laughs> it's a bad opinion <laughs> can he have some medicine now Right, on that note, I think we'll leave it there, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I think this week has been a tremendous episode, no doubt. Um, the I've haters enjoy, will hate. Enjoyed it thoroughly. We'll be slagged off for the, using the same part as always. You know, you're not going to win them all, Dave. No, Some people are going to be offended. Not. Have we said Plankton this week? 
We have yeah. not. Yeah, we yeah. have. I think it's you been did. mentioned. The greatest were mentioned. Plankton's were mentioned. <laughs> Flip yeah, flops were mentioned. Flip flops were mentioned. Yeah. Um, Just yeah. roll, rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Um, Chris Gallagher, you've been a fantastic guest. Well, thank you very much. You've been a t- you've been the greatest host I've ever encountered. Thanks. Um, Plankton, Kiln. <laughs> um, oh, cheers! <laughs> I'm joking, Kiln. Um, looking like a young Scott Bain. Just because you bit, just because yeah. you said earlier. Well, you said you said that I looked like Johnny Russell's brother or something. <laughs> yeah, you look like Johnny Russell after stag do. Um, Dave, you have been, I tell you what, a hundred times better than Samani. It's been a pleasure. It's, it's been a pleasure. The pleasure is all ours. Um, if you've enjoyed the show, please rate it on iTunes. Please leave us a five. I can't know. What's the point? Speak to you later. 